is a round table. It's a Star Wars session special. Yeah, it is a round table. It's a Star Wars session special. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Roundtable Sessions. That's right, we're back with another roundtable, and we are joined by another esteemed table of guests. However, before we get into those guys, my name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever at the head of the table is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. It's Luke Bly, Master Bly Walker himself. How are you, my friend? Oh, dude, dude, I am good. I have myself. Do you know what, Mabel? I haven't got. A, I haven't got a beerio this no? week. No, 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 not for this roundtable. I thought because it's a roundtable and we haven't done one in a while, let's get a bit spicy. So I've actually got a uh, Coke and Bacardi. Um, I've got a coffee. Oh, a little coffee. <laughs> what, a with, coffee. A little, with a little something, something in it, or just? I wish just I. I wish I did. I've just. Um, I've just settled the nipper down. So I was like, well, I'll have a coffee. I'll have a beer ski later on. So for you and everyone involved tonight, I will drink to you all tonight. Um, yeah. However, it would have to wake, be a coffee. Wake up the little one right now. But get get your dad a beer, will you? <laughs> get her over. Give, um, her, give her another 14, 15 years. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But no, we are chatting Bad Batch anticipation all to down. We have a fantastic lineup of guests. I'm really pleased with this one. Um, Shall shall I, shall I start introducing the lovely people, Matty boy? Let's not keep them on tenterhooks anymore. Okay, so to start us off, it is the legend. F- calling in from the other side of the pond is Pete Fletzer from Around the Galaxy, the fan talk show, the Star Wars fan talk show. Say hello, Pete. Hello, Pete. How's it going, everybody? It's exciting to be here. I was so I was so happy to 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 hear from you guys, and uh, and the invitation was something I absolutely could not refuse. I'm really excited to be here with you. Thank Aww. you, good sir. That is lovely, man. This is going to be great. And bad, bad batch. Are, are you, just yes or no? Are yes. you a fan right now? Are you excited for the show right now? Right now, yes. When I first heard about it, not so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good but to know. Now, like it's it. You know, counting down the minutes. Let's let's get that show rolling. Good to know. Good to know. And it's only a few days away, man. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Okay. Right. Our, our next guest legend i know this person through a friend but he's become a friend of mine and a few weeks ago i figured out hang on this guy's a huge clone wars fan it is leo burrito is it burrito yeah yeah sure i mean i, I right. usually get called burrito but burrito works too you know? <laughs> leo mm. burrito welcome to the show leo <laughs> hello there thank you so much hey, for having me uh echoing those sentiments completely from pete yeah i i love the uh little hello there leo oh, very nice had to be I done, did... honestly <laughs> on brand yeah i we did notice it we did notice it and uh same question for you leo excitement for bad batch yes or no yes same as Pete. i'm really excited now but i wasn't initially <laughs> right <laughs> couldn't right. be more happy at the moment Good answer. Very, very good answer. And our final guest for this cheeky roundtable is a patron. He's a legend. I've heard he may just be from Wales. It's Matthew Bale. Bell. Matthew Bell. Hello, Matthew. Say hello. Hello. How are you doing there, lads? So is it all going? Welsh royalty. I messed up your intro there, but you know that's the uh, that's the way roundtables go. Uh, same question for you, Matthew. Excitement for Bad Batch? I think I think optimism is probably more my neck of the woods than excitement. I think I'm I'm optimistic that it's going to be really great, but uh, excitement yeah, trying to keep that under wraps. I think. Mm. Very, very good answer. Very good answer. Well, really, by the time this comes out, it's only going to be a few more days till this show comes out on Disney+. Um, and it is it, really, this is an expansion of the Clone Wars. Um, I'm excited to dip into what feels like an unexplored era. You know, what, what do the clones do once all the Roger Rogers are blown up and dead, you know, or shut down? What do they, what do they all do? Uh, they're effectively the Empire, right? 
And we, we kind of see the struggle of these bad batches during that time. Um, has anybody got any worries for this show? I think your intro um, statement there, Matthew, was really interesting. But has anybody got any worries going into this, thinking, nah, this, this might be a bit rubbish? Or? The, the only worry I have as we go into – it's funny. It, it seems like it's a worry every single time something new comes out <laughs> in the Star Wars world. It's, oh, no, is this going to be the time they screw it up? And, you know, so far they've – you know – it's it's been hit out of the park. So my my worry is just sort of that apprehension. I, I liked what I think Leo was saying before is that optimism. Um, I, I you know it's got Filoni, it's got all the right pieces. So I'm optimistic. But again, you always worry. You know, you always have that. If you run a series long enough, if you run a franchise long enough, there's that one bummer. And uh, we, I mean, we may have hit that with resistance. But um, oh my god! <laughs> sorry, I don't know how you guys feel don't about bring resistance. up resistance again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's kind of my only that's that's my only quote unquote worry. But I wouldn't even call it a worry. Hmm. Interesting. What about you, Leo, mate? Yeah, I'm kind of the same, really. I, as much as I am excited for it, I am kind of worried that they might drop the ball a little bit. I think it's because, uh, as a massive Clone Wars fan, I'm kind of going in from that perspective where mm. I'm expecting a lot out of it. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of, I don't know, more concerned for some of the characters, I think. Mm. Does anyone feel like with the animation style... And obviously, e- even in the uh, trailers, you know, they don't hide the fact that Bad Batch, you know, the logo comes from the Clone Wars logo. You know, it's it's almost like winking at the audience. Like, no, this is definitely Clone Wars era. Is that is that a bad sign? Because maybe it's not quite original. You know, we talk about Rebels. I really enjoyed Rebels. I thought that was a really good show. Um, Pete, you mentioned Resistance. Oh, my days. I'm doing man. I am doing a rewatch of Resistance. Well, Matty Boy and I are doing a rewatch yep. of Resistance at the moment. I'm struggling, man. I am it's, struggling uh, with that show. It, it, it's rough, and I and you know what it is. I think I think to your point, you were asking about the animation style, and I think that's part of it. You're sort of starting in a in a strange part, but a, a strange mindset when you're looking at a Star Wars that looks like that. Um, but um, yeah, no, I think Resistance just was missing that kind of magic and i think that magic honestly um and, and i don't know where where you want to go with the conversation but i think part of the magic that was missing from resistance that is here and has been in everything on disney plus so far yeah. is that feloni connection right where feloni is is bringing he knows how to tell that star wars story so i think that that that's going to be part of where we are but i'm excited you know it's it's funny too because when you talk about animation style the fact that it it literally looks like an extension of clone wars it has led to people calling it clone Wars season eight it's led Mm -hmm. to things like that um and that that also goes a little bit with my apprehension is this would have been an opportunity to try something a little bit new um and and different and Mm -hmm. good news bad news they didn't Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Do you do you think though that I mean, as a place to start, the 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 Clone Wars. If you think this this butts right on the end of there, you've got the logo and then it burns through. Then you've got the Bad Batch. But this is about a time of pivot Mm -hmm. from the Clone Wars into the Empire. So I mean, it's a logical start point. If you think they're, it's almost like the Bad Batch of the Constant. They're like, yeah, we're we're the good guys and. What do you mean you're not the good guys anymore? Everyone else around them becomes the bad right. guys, effectively. Yep. I wonder what the tone is. My, I'm, I'm with everybody here. When this was announced, I was just thinking, oh, goody, I'm so excited for a Bad Batch animated series. As <laughs> as we're getting closer and closer, I'm getting more and more excited. And now, because it's right, right around the corner, I'm really excited for this. And the potential is what's getting me excited, where we could go, who we could see. But... Like everyone's saying, and Pete said about his apprehension for its um, proximity to Clone Wars, um, Matty Bell there saying, you know, the, the, the logo literally burns from Clone Wars to Bad Batch. Are we going to do It's the tone that worries me. Are we going to get anything tonally different from the Clone Wars? Because I love the Clone Wars, and Season 7 was, for the most part, really very good. But the, what, I, what I would like to see from the Bad Batch is something which just feels different. 
I'd like it to be separated from the Clone Wars in its tone as well. We know it's going to look like it. We know that. Mm-hmm. But I, for me personally, I don't want it to be, you know, Series 7.1 or Series 8. I want it to be its own thing. It's going to get comparisons. But um, what, what are we thinking for the tone then, guys? Because the Clone Wars, we have, it's, got, it's almost like a meme now. The Clone Wars isn't for kids with a caption of someone getting their head lopped off. Leo, mate, what's, what do you reckon the tone's going to be? Are they going for... Uh, a PG tone? Are they going to go for the kind of grittier Clone Wars tone, or what are you thinking? Do you know what? I was actually watching um, the opening episodes to Season 7 with the Bad Batch last night, um, just kind of in preparation for this. Um, and in contrast to how the Bad Batch acted on screen with some of the other clones, there was a it felt very tonally different. They acted um, in a way that sort of felt like it, it, it kind of foreshadowed that they were going to get in a, their own show, perhaps. Um, they just feel like they're more targeted towards a younger audience in the way that they act in a lot of ways, I think. So I think it's it's going to be more PG, but I reckon there'll be hints of, um, just because of the time period it's in, there'll probably be hints of a lot of uh, deeper meanings, probably stuff that the adults will pick up on. That's, that's, such, that's such a good answer. That's such a good answer. And actually, I was watching that episode um, today, Leo, too, and it's funny you bring that up because now you've brought that up, I totally see it. And mm. the, the characters are all very over the top, aren't they? You know, yeah. just in case you don't know who. So, you know, Tech has glasses mm. and he's really smart and he comes out with, you know, random facts um, about animals being like a really de- a good delicacy on a certain planet. Um, it feels very kiddie. It actually does feel quite early Clone Wars, uh, except the animation's a lot better. Um, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting point. Um, well, and that, that may be a good place to make the connection to the apprehension. And again, sorry to say the word mm. resistance, but resistance <laughs> was so, I, so when resistance started, I have an eight year old son who Clone Wars is his thing. That's his Star Wars thing. If you've listened to my show, you've heard me say a, a number of times talking about how that's been his entry point so much. So, and I'll share it here real quick. So much so that he didn't realize he didn't make the connection. He watched more clone wars animated than he did films. So when the clones turned at the end of season seven, it was his, I am your father moment. Cause wow. he didn't realize it was happening. And it, it, it ruined him. It wrecked him because he was like, wait a minute, those are my guys. You know, it's fives and Rex, And why are they the bad guys now? So, um, so, but what you guys are saying about that sort of, over the top, overtly making sure you know who the good guys are and the bad guys are. And here's, you know, as long as there's not like the pratfalls that we got from, from resistance. And so, I mean, yes, that's star Wars. You always have that humor. Um, but as long as it doesn't become, (laughs) it's hard to say about an animated show, but cartoony, right. As long as it doesn't go too far, I think we're going to be okay. And I liked what you were just saying about it, feeling a little bit like the early episodes of clone wars. It was really feeling itself out. It didn't know where to go. And when you look at, was it beyond season two of Clone Wars? It's na- now it's not a kids show anymore. It's it's deep. It's got a lot happening. Well, this is it. Once once you get to certain arcs and certain characters start to be introduced or get more uh, development, then it becomes it's ne- it's never a fully it's never going to be a rated R show. We don't want that. But it does get it does go to places where you kind of think, oh, I don't really want my four year old to see that. Blimey, but cover her eyes there. But I, I'm. I still think yeah, it's going to be more like those early early seasons, which isn't a bad thing. But what about you, Matt? Uh, Bell, there's two Matts. This is going to get confusing unless I'm talking to myself <laughs> in the first person. But what about you, uh, Mr. Bell? Are you thinking it's going to be like, more like those early seasons or do you reckon they're going to throw us a curveball? Uh, well, uh, the parallel I would draw or from the looking at it is it's, it's the A-team in space, isn't it? I mean, they're... I mean, that opening thing, okay, it's not they were wrongly convicted of a crime 10 years ago, but they're, they, they've escaped and they're on the blockade and what are they going to do? They're going to go and do the right thing because they're, they're good guys. And I think, they're, I think it's quite clear that their, their moral compass is, is going to be the thing. They're very much the good guys. Yes, it, yeah, it, it, the tone looks as if it's going to be a little more... Um, child friendly maybe a bit you know it's not going to be um you're probably not going to have a scene where someone decapitates you know six people or you know you're not going to have you're not going to have that sort of thing in there so i think 
one of the interesting things tone wise is that it, it sounds as if this show is very much a vision of george lucas um in terms of the introduction of these characters it, it sounds as if from from certain quotes of dave filoni that that this is this is the roughly what the vision that George had was to, you know, was to improve everything, but also by the end of it to have these guys to, to come out of it and have a spin off from there that they, this group of characters was going to be that. So mm. maybe if he was aping something, maybe it was something like the A team. <laughs> and I think those vibes really come through when you look at, uh, look at our bad batch, you know, they are all designed to do something aren't they you know you've got rambo mm -hmm. right at the front you know he's obviously <laughs> the leader he's obviously the cool looking one and like we've said you've got tech wrecker um sniper head um <laughs> do you does the names crosshead <laughs> crosshead sniper head i like better though. yeah rambo pete, and sniper head pete this is a thing that i do i will i will give them <laughs> random names until it becomes more ingrained i'm just giving them random names so please excuse me um but does anyone Anyone think that um, do, this is an opening season, right? Although it does feel like almost a continuation of the Clone Wars, right? And we've kind of made that point. Um, this is the first season. And when we compare it to the first season of Clone Wars, right? First season of Rebels, first season of <coughs> Resistance. Um, this could be, right? And I'm going to go out and say this. This could be our best opening season of an animated show ever in star wars um who would agree with that right now just just from feeling from what we know right now um leo oh, what do you reckon mate yeah absolutely 100 percent. i'm not sure if it's because of the um like you say like we keep saying the time period that it keeps uh you know starting in is a very canonically not very covered time period mm. you know the start of the mm. empire um I, I think it could be a really interesting opening season just seeing where that how that plays out um yeah that's pretty much me on that <laughs> yeah, fantastic pete have you got anything yeah. to add to that dude i i, I hope so i i think i think <laughs> it has that opportunity because the more and more I've, I've been thinking about it um it it's not a bad thing that it's clone wars season eight in a way and it couldn't be called clone wars because clone the clone wars had ended mm. it really if it really truly is uh, an extension of that story which i mean based on the trailer based on you know seeing uh the animated version of palpatine's declaration of the empire and uh all those pieces it's it it has the potential simply because there's so much already built right i mean rebels rebels was so surprisingly amazingly good to me when and, and i remember rebels much like that you know it, it's that it's that mindset you i've gone into just about every star wars thing with like that in fact i think i tweeted about it like when i hear about a new star wars thing as as a lifelong 43 year star wars fan you i hear about it i'm like oh all right well that's that should be good. And then I get to that. I get on that hype train that I'm on right now and I'm, I can't wait for it. I want it to be May 4th right now. Um, and then I'm immediately accepting the case of resistance. I'm, I'm like, this is great. I need to see more. Um, and, and so with rebels, I was, I was at the mindset. I was like, Oh, what is this going to be? Look, I mean, the kid's got a slingshot. What are we doing here? And then like within 30 minutes I was sold. And I think the reason for that is, Dave Filoni has never really given us a, a series that we expect. He hasn't given us, I mean, Clone Wars going into that, if we expected what we saw in the Clone Wars movie, mm. that's why it took me a couple seasons to even start watching it because of the Clone Wars movie. Um, and, and Rebels, I think based simply on the title and the show description and the characters were like, Oh, it's a ragtag group of guys who become. It's part of the Rebel Alliance. That's cool. Like I, that's, but it wasn't. It was a Jedi story. It was this amazing story about the Force and Mandalore and all these other pieces. I think Bad Batch is in that same spot, and that's where my mind is right now. Is yeah, we think it's going to be about the A team in space, which is the best description of of what I think most of us are expecting going into this. But it's Filoni, and where it's not going to be just about these five sort of reckless or, or, uh, you know, mercenary guys, it's going to go into different places. There's going to be new characters that 
we didn't even realize that we were going to fall in love with and that are going to become the latest collectibles that we're going to have to own and are going to show up in live action. So there's a lot of things that are going into this. And also, I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but also the, we're, we're in a spot right now in the Star Wars content universe where things are starting out connected versus sort of retroactively connected. And look, I'm a fan of, of, of the phrase retcon. I know, uh, I think it's um, James Bainey from the Resistance Broadcast says, you know, a lot of fans don't like retconning, but he looks at it, and I agree with him, as sort of telling more backstory. And so we are now in a spot where Star Wars is starting with a much more a much better defined canvas as to where they're headed. The roadmap is a little bit more uh, clearly illustrated for the creators. So there will be, uh, we're not just starting in this. Okay. Let's see where these five dudes go. This is okay. This is uh, the next chapter. And as I think it was Leo who said, this is a completely un undiscovered country. We have never played in this, area as fans and they haven't as storytellers this is such a fertile ground to create stories that's what's got me so so pumped about this right now no you're right it's like going into a new uh, international cuisine never tried this before could be good might not be but this is where this is where the fun begins now and matthew i'm coming straight to you for this one but we know that uh, the premiere has been confirmed now it's been officially confirmed to be 75 minutes long it's a feature length premiere one hour, 15 minutes long we're getting. And then we've also had runtimes for the second or third episodes, which are which are more akin to what we just uh, imagine from a animated show. So what I want to know is, Mr. Bell, what's going to happen in the Bad Batch? Let's get some theories going. Let's get some speculation. We know where, when it's set. We've seen by the trailer who is going to be in it and where they're going to be going and what the general crux is. But there's also a lot of, obviously, questions they've raised in that trailer, i.e., little amiga so what do you reckon what, what's going to happen what's what's the end game for the bad batch here they start off as you know a bunch of mercenaries where do they end up what's going to happen over to you matt no pressure well ooh, okay <laughs> well i think in this we might get another look at order 66 because right the reason being that Okay, it's been a place to end pretty much everywhere else, or you know, I suppose in 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 Jedi Fallen Order, it, it, it's again, it's 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 a pivot in the middle. But in this, this gives us our catalyst for the pivot of everyone around the Bad Batch. That the Bad Batch had to carry on doing their thing; <laughs> they want to continue being the good guys. This happens. You would have thought that that's the point at which. Um, which they're going to, you know, become divergent from uh, from the newly formed empire. Um, so maybe we start to get to see that again. We start to we start to see what happens on Camino mm. as uh, as this is ending. You know, as the power's shifting, uh, Palps is is tying up all of the loose ends. Pretty much everybody who served their purposes, uh, you know, either either getting capped down by. Uh, by a clone or uh, Vader's thrusting a saber through them. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it, you would have thought that that's the point at which you go. Well, actually, I've got another loose end on the list. Can someone go and sort out these folks in 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 Camino? Right. I mean, uh, so I mean, it, it, I think things are pushing. You've got you've got to think it's got to go in that direction. I mean, I think. Uh, uh, Amiga seems a, f- a fascinating mm. uh, addition to it. Um, mysterious. I mean, I picked up the fact that she's got a Kiwi accent. You would assume that she's a clone. Mm, yeah. One would assume something that. there. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, I can't think of very uh, many other uh, Kiwis in 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 Star Wars other than other than the clones and and, and uh, Big Boy Boba. Well, yeah, I was going to mm, say Django it? and Son, yeah. Django and Sons, um, that's it. It's a good band, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> it like, sounds like a, uh, like a, a shoe repair place. Django and Sons. <laughs> well, I can't think what they're it called does, now. It does sound like they would be leather experts. Leather right? experts. Yeah. 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 Leather experts, that's it. Django's a leather expert. Let's get that Django on a T-shirt, guys. loves a bit of leather. Le- oh, he loves it. Uh, Leo. <laughs> um, fun fact, earlier today, Leo was at work and he sent me a screenshot 
on Instagram. He's like, man, I'm working, but I'm covering my desktop monitor with loads of post-it notes of bad batch ideas and theories to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) It's an absolute mess. That's how you do it, work. I know. I was like, man, Leo, Leo knows how it goes down on the sessions. Leo, it's interesting that uh, Matthew Bell just mentioned Camino. Uh, and I know you put Camino with a heart next to one of your um, on one of your post-it notes. What are we thinking? Because we know we're going back there, right? Like, why, I, why, why, why are they going back there? I mean, I'm assuming so. Uh, yeah, there's Camino with a heart. There's lots of um, little hearts all over this post-it board. Honestly, <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of nice characters that I'd like to see return. Um, yeah, no, but the fault with Camino, I'm not really sure. I, looking back through some of the trailers, um, we sort of see the Bad Batch. I'm assuming um, they're there when the Emperor's making his um, his statement. Um, we also see them in like a cafeteria setting, which I'm assuming is on Camino, surrounded by clones. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm assuming is where it all goes down because a plate gets thrown. So, and you know it's going to go down when it, you know a plate gets thrown across the cafeteria, <laughs> naturally. Um, <laughs> so. I'm not really sure what to expect. To be honest, I'm just really excited to see more of Camino and um, that kind of environment. Um, cause, it's prequel, isn't it? Prequel right? trilogy stuff. Exactly. And I'm all for the prequels. I really love them. I mean, I was kind of dropped into Clone Wars as a child, um, sort of before the prequel movies, before I watched the prequel movies. I'm sort of of that generation, which is a bit weird. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely quite excited to see what happens, um, just with the city, with the clones themselves, why on earth they're going after the Bad Batch is a great question. Um, I'm assuming it goes back to that whole Tarkin thing where it's, he's like, they can't be controlled, um, with their little test run, I'm assuming whenever that takes place, um, in the timeline, I'm not quite sure, but I'm assuming it's before the, um, the emperor makes his big old speech. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Well, Camino's one of my favourite planets, partly because it doesn't have sand on it. Mm. Um, but I, I love Camino. Uh, Pete, we've heard a lot about Camino. We we know we're going there, and it looks like the Emperor wants to uh, potentially, well, he may want to wipe up operations on Camino. What are you thinking about that? And is there anything else you can think of as like a wild theory or or responsible speculation as to what you think is going to go down? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's it's interesting too, because I think... Um, I. My, I don't think this is a crazy theory, but I, I, I believe that these clones, the Bad Batch, probably don't have the Order sixty six chips, um, mm-hmm. just simply because they're they've been mutated and they're 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 worked through. So that also makes them difficult to control. Which also, you know, I think that's one of the great things about the Clone War series was, and one of the things that surprised me. And I think if 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 you take a, an extra second to think about it, it's a very it's an amazing thing. What Filoni did was he took a, a story about all the same character, all D. Bradley Baker, over and over and over and over and over and over and made you care about these individuals. Yeah. And I think so we're going to see kind of uh, – I think what will be interesting is because of the mutations, because they're individualized, I think we're going to see the Bad Batch over time – each have to make their own decisions about what they're going to do and where they're going to go. Are they going to follow the emperor? Are they going to fight against the empire? Are they going to go out on their own? And, and I think that that could be really an interesting sort of study in, in free will, which I think is what, what makes the clone wars so interesting. And the clone story so interesting is, uh, is that, that what, what happens when you are presented with, facts and how do they jive with what you believe and you're looking at and and there's no there's no mistake and when you say the a-team in space and when you put together these sort of these sort of Mm -hmm. stories where you have characters that are very specifically built on whatever their trope is i mean wrecker couldn't be more obviously uh, like a big dumb hulking destroyer guy right and you have a sniper head which i love it i'm <laughs> you, going with hey, that That's, you can use that pete you can use hashtag that. sniper head yeah. yes doing big it. boy um, rambo sniper head and data <laughs> what we called him the other day data, yeah. yeah but it will be interesting to see where these guys go and if they what decisions um they make and i think they're I, it'll be i think camino i wouldn't be surprised if they throw us a little curveball and have um have have palpatine considering you know maybe this is where we learn why they have the stormtroopers the way they are in in the in the original trilogy maybe they tried to make more 
clones and maybe it just didn't work out or maybe there's some sort of failure because I would love to see, I know we've seen various iterations of, of clone trooper armor into stormtrooper armor into first order armor. Um, but I would love to see some sort of, you know, that next morph. And I know a lot, a lot of people have told me, well, yes. you, we've seen it. It's, it's there, but I would like to see, you know, what, what's the decision and maybe on Camino, maybe that's where we'll see why they didn't just stick with clones. Why, why they decided to create these sort of recruited, uh, in air quotes, uh, in a very polite way to put recruited stormtroopers. That's, do you know what, Pete? That's a fantastic comment. And that's actually the line of thinking that I have personally. Um, because it, it's always intrigued me that, that, that kind of transition of clone trooper to stormtrooper. And as a kid, Quite frankly, I didn't quite understand it. You know, when I was watching the prequels, I did just think the stormtroopers were the clones and they just got an upgrade on the armor. And then when I started to realize, oh, hang on, they sound a bit different. That confused me. It wasn't until, you know, a few years down the line that I realized, oh, they transitioned them out. But George was like, oh, yeah, we don't need to mention that in the films. You know, that's not necessary. Um, again, because I, I, I get, um, but I think, even recently, I told Matty Boy um, that a, a friend of mine, his dad went to see The Force Awakens back in 2015, and he was com- he was well confused as to why Finn was black um, and not um, basically a Kiwi, you know, who's just old at this point. Right. He was really confused. I was like, what, hang on, what happened there? Um, so, yeah, that is something that I'd love to see explained uh, a wee bit more. Here's kind of a question, and I'm not sure if this is going to be relevant to this season or not, because, you know, this is going to be quite a long series, right? What is it, 12 episodes? It's, we know? I think it's 10 to 12, I think. Yeah, and then obviously yeah, the sure. first the first episode is 70-something minutes. We 75. know that Star Wars has come out and said that, Lucasfilm come out and said that. And then I think going forward, we're looking at around the 30-minute mark every, every episode, mm. give or take, which yep. is good. Um, do you think there's room to see um, clones eventually retiring? in this series. So I'm kind of expanding on your point a little bit, Pete, Um, but I'm going to ask one of the other guys, Matthew, do you you think we're going to see them retire? Yeah. Well, I mean, it it seems like one of the things we've, we've, it makes sense to, to, to see one of the topics. It makes sense to cover in all this. We've got, you know, we're, we're we're transitioning from, from the Republic to the empire, going from clones to stormtroopers. So, yeah, I mean, Mm, mm. and particularly having um having d bradley baker there i mean you, you you're paying him for, for for a handful of uh voices already five already <laughs> do you know what i mean get him to get him to do a few more um I and mean, we certainly know you know we certainly know that a few of them end up uh marching around on some planet on a walker uh you know in in rebels so i mean they obviously right you know right right obviously some of them get away and i mean um some of them retire i mean they're with the accelerated aging they're going to be uh yeah some of them are going to be getting on i suppose what what Um, about what about this one do you think the bad batch have accelerated aging leo what what do you think or do you think they are like the other clones they age real quick do you know that's a really good question and i didn't really think about it um right it would probably make sense that I know they're genetically modified, but it would probably make sense that um, they would age at this at the same rate as to the clones, the accelerated aging. Just in my mind, anyway. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Disney are thinking. Hang on, if they uh, if they're not age accelerate, we could get a few seasons out of this. Yeah, that's <laughs> real. <laughs> Wrecker's got a bit of catching up to do. I think to be fair, <laughs> big boy Wrecker. And I guess actually, everyone start thinking about your favourite member. We'll ask that at the end, but. Um, We've mentioned well. We've mentioned we know Tarkin's coming back as well. Grand uh, Grand Moff Tarkin is looking for the Bad Batch. They've disobeyed him. They're disobedience. And he wants them nixed. He wants them gone. So we know that Tarkin's going to be after the Bad Batch. Who else is going to show up? Do we reckon? Uh, is there anyone you would love to see show up? And is there anyone who kind of makes more sense? We know obviously Fennec Shand, my girl Ming Wen is turning up. So Fennec Shand's coming in. Grand Moff Tarkin is going to play seemingly a big role. Who else do we think could show up and who else will be 
kind of like to show up. Uh, Pete, we'll run over to you. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I always say I don't need, I don't want these characters to show back up things people we've seen before characters we've seen before and every time they do I'm like oh wow that was awesome Man, so no, um, yeah <laughs> putting that to the side I I would say I think there's a a chance a decent chance we see Vader right because he is. Uh, he is the right hand man of the emperor, and uh, he's on a mission. He may. I, I hope it's. I hope Bad Batch doesn't. Well, I say I hope, but again, I, I'm sure I'd be blown away by it. But I, I'm pretty sure it would not be focusing on the extermination of the Jedi. So I think we could see him. I think we could see some Inquisitors, um, and um, I, I think that the, I. It'd be interesting to see Boba Fett. It'd be interesting to see, um, you know, I, one of the things that I wanted to see in Mandalorian, which they alluded to, but I would like to see it perhaps played out a little bit more, is exploring Boba Fett meeting uh, a Rex and sort of meet. It's it's his brother, but it's him, but it's not, and it, and just sort of that kind of dynamic. And I think if you play on the the freedom of choice kind of concept and the evolution of these characters. I mean, I think we saw Rex in the trailer. So Rex is mm-hmm. going to be around. Mm-hmm. So is he going to help with that quote unquote freedom of choice? But the, back to my, my, to your question, um, I'd like to see Boba Fett. I'd like to see Vader. Um, I, I, I'm probably more, more comfortable saying who I, do. I don't want to see Ahsoka and I love Ahsoka. I love everything about Ooh. that character, but I do not, she needs to be uh, missing. She needs to be out of, out of play in this in this series and i I hope that i hope they don't uh bring her back in do we know how how soon after the events of revenge of the sith this is set anyone by the way before we throw it back over to leo and matthew because it's set in the aftermath of the clone wars and obviously it would make sense for vader to show up he's just been christened as lord vader do we know how soon this uh takes place after 66 I, i I think it's it's right after. If we're seeing that that uh, the emperor's speech, I think it's I think it's right after. You know, and that raises an interesting point too. Perhaps we could see um, uh, Orson Krennic uh, yes. going up through the through the ranks. We could see Jen or uh, Galen or so. Um, that would be kind of cool. Um, if again done right, and I, I always throw in that done right caveat, and then I throw in the caveat. But it's Filoni, so we're going to be okay. Yeah, so. Pete, you naughty boy. They are some, some. I'd love to see the Rogue One crew come out. Uh, Matthew, <laughs> what are we thinking then? Anyone, anyone you would like to show up, and anyone you think is a dead sir, um, uh, agreeing with Pete or anyone else? Well, I, one person that I think, if you, if you wanted to go and stick a few quid on down the bookies, uh, <laughs> Hondo, I think you got to. They shoe on him into everything, <laughs> uh, everything animated, and 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 all the better for it. I think he's he's good fun. Um, one character, though, I think in terms of uh, a, a character that like him, that we go well, we know he's around in Clone Wars. No, he's around in Rebels. Um, is uh, Wolf Euleran? Wolf, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, that that fits into the whole thing of you know he goes from being a good guy to a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets blown up on the Death Star. So I mean, um, yeah, those. I think as well we'll probably see some some bounty hunters in addition in addition to Fennec Shand. You'd have thought. I can remember hearing a rumor about, um, or, or not a rumor, some mention of Simon Pegg reprising his role as Dengar. Hmm. Um, and which you kind of think, oh well, he's he's sort of like the. He's a hipster's version of Boba Fett. For everybody, you know, if you know, if 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 Boba Fett was always too mainstream for you, if you want to really go and pick, uh, oh no, I like this guy. He's, uh, I mean, he, he, he seems to be a, a well-established but but incredibly underused character. So um, he seems to be one there. Another one I had on my list of with 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 question mark next to it is it seems reasonable that we're going to see a light side force user at some juncture in this i mean it would be nice possibly if we didn't how about mace windu oh no (laughs) don't do that matthew (laughs) he's pulled the pin (laughs) (laughs) hang on Hang on, Leo, come on, respond to that. Get, <laughs> save us from the conversation. <laughs> oh, man, I, uh, I don't know. I could not get behind Mace, I'm not going to lie. After what you said in Season 7 to Ahsoka, I just I don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> Citizen. <laughs> oh, oh, Citizen. Um, 
No, I know that we're going to see Rex, and I am very excited for that. Um, I'm on the same line as Pete, where I would hate to see Ahsoka, but at the same time, I would love to see Ahsoka. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yep. they go hand in hand, but I know that they kind of split up due to the novel that I listened to ages ago. Um, I am excited to see Echo and Rex meet up again, and the Bad Batch and Rex, just to see what happens there. Because obviously they've seen each other before, but um, the tables have turned dramatically. So that'd be interesting. Um, I've got on my list. Okay. I got on my list a few familiar like clone faces. One specifically Cody. Oh, I, mm, I know yeah, he yeah. kind of had like a, he kind of had a thing in the um, legends where they kind of followed him along, yeah. but I would love to, I would love to know what happens canonically to Cody now <laughs> from being completely honest. And even a Rex yeah. and Cody meet up, maybe that would be a, uh, a mess that would be quality yeah and obviously more bounty hunters i'd love to see cad bane again honestly um, yeah. top of my list for that um i think that's it for characters though to be honest we know saw guerrero's back as well don't we guys mm. oh yeah that's right so i was back yes. yep, which... <laughs> <laughs> do you I think we're gonna have... see we're gonna see a little baby ball gullet <laughs> <laughs> one tends to lose one's mind if it's a baby poor gullet egg yeah. well you know I, I think one one thing that that we alluded to um and and you know by by that amazing Sagarera impression oh, um reminded me that the andor series is in production and there could certainly be some more direct connection i know we, we said orson krennic and 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 urso but maybe Maybe they'll they'll start laying some of the groundwork for the rebellion and where or uh, Cassian shows up. Maybe we even maybe we even catch an animated Cassian at an earlier. I mean, what would be he's been in this fight since he was five years old? Is that what he said? So wow. you know, maybe maybe they we get a little him. That's that's a little too far out, but I think certainly as I was saying before, there's there's a roadmap that is that is now out there with these 12 shows or whatever that are on, on the board behind Kathleen Kennedy, we there's connections happening. And, and I wouldn't be surprised to see some of those direct connections. And I would love to see Krennic is, has become one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. He's Same. like the ultimate middle management kind of <laughs> pissant that you love, but you just, you, we can all feel for Orson Krennic. I would love to see him like the beginnings of his problems with Tarkin would be a kind of a cool thing to see. Yeah, he's like the retail supervisor, which just thinks they have more power than they do. Um, I'm sorry to interject there, Lukey boy, but I have to follow on on Matty Bell's point. I need to know. Last time you saw Mace, he was flung out of (laughs) Putin's quarters. How would you like to see him? In all seriousness, now, how would you like to see him come back? Let's just say, let's say I'm going to take a drink. Let's say he's going to drink. Let's let's say we've heard a a scoop. Let's say we know he's back hypothetically. How would you want him to come back? Well, I, I, if I'm honest, I don't really want him back. I mean, it was it was throwing the hand grenade because it was there to be thrown. Um, but I mean, I think maybe a different question. Then maybe I'll I'll I'll, I'll take your question and flip it with another question, which is: if not him, then then what force user? What light side force user? Because it, it seems it seems deeply unlikely that we will go a whole season of this without seeing without seeing someone mm-hmm. on the light side so um if if not him who well there is the word of a a little green fella and it's not yoda there's a guy called grogu out there who a lot of people think he may mm. be involved but obviously we just had order 66 uh, so most of most of the light side uh, Jedi, as a light side forces, i.e., Jedi at the time, are gone. So it kind of whittles it down to a few. Yoda's out there, Kenobi's out there. I can't see, certainly Kenobi, obviously, or Yoda. Grogu, I've heard people think they may get him out or, 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 or shield him somehow, but that's a good shout. I'm going to throw it to you first, Leo. Light side force users of any, whoever's left out there, you know, any you reckon could show up? Um, in all honesty, I feel like the most likely, again, with Rex being there, would be Ahsoka closely behind. Maybe not for long, maybe for just like a quick little line or two. Um, I, I kind of don't want to see anyone, though, if I'm completely honest. I don't really want to see the Jedi. I kind of just want this to be very focused on like the political landscape that's happening right now. Yeah. I, those were some of my favorite um, episodes from The Clone Wars, going back to some of that um, just galactic polit- politics. 
some of that stuff is really messy but kind of fun <laughs> and i'd love to see more of it and i feel like it kind of just gets blurred when you bring a jedi into the mix you know i think that's a i i think that's a great point i think that's a really good point i think there's you're more likely to see vader therefore you're more likely mm. to see dark side users but there's a spin on that um one thing that i really enjoy seeing is the inquisitors uh particularly in mm-hmm. jedi fallen order matty boy i know that's your favorite star wars game ever oh yeah it's a phenomenal phenomenal story um could we see the clone wars maybe a or, or really telling the clone wars maybe the clones fetching any younglings left over baby baby younglings that anakin hasn't ko'd um <laughs> and yeah and maybe they are being sent to the empire to be trained as inquisitors maybe something like that because again you know i'm aware this is a felony led show this is an animated show and inquisitors play a big role in that kind of part of the universe now um mm-hmm. what 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 are people's thoughts on that pete do you have any thoughts on that well, again, I think as as you were saying that, it, it struck me that I, I went back to that roadmap. I went back to that big list of, of shows and, you know, Kenobi doesn't take place too far after this as well. And there's been fan theories that, you know, Kenobi could be being hunted by by uh, Inquisitors. I, I think Inquisitors are, are a pretty good possibility. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's where you're able to... Um, you're able to bring in Vader, even just, you know, I, I'm with you. I don't want it to be overly done. I don't want it to be um, the Darth Vader show with the Bad Batch sort of co-starring. I, and I don't think it will be. But I think we may see, um, again, this is this really exciting, fertile ground to be able to show what where what is that story that Ben Kenobi told Luke about, you know, hunt down your, uh, uh, what is it, hunt down and murder the Jedi. I mean, that's. Yeah, sure. We saw him kill a bunch of kids, and we saw the bunch of clones turn. But maybe there's maybe there's more to it that we we might see here. And so I think an Inquisitor connection is I, I would I'd put that in the in the in the decent bet category. Mm, spicy, spicy. Leo, disagree, agree. No, I'm kind of here for it. And honestly, I've kind of had this uh, image in my head <laughs> of um, the Inquisitors or Vader um, just cinematically, starkly put against like the white backdrop of Camino. I think that would be gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> so oh, I, I'm here fantastic. for that. <laughs> Again, it's that Camino with the heart next to it. Mm, it really is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Big boy Bell, what are you saying, dude? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, certainly you don't have too much Vader. I, I, I think there's always a danger with bringing him in that, yeah, he'll he'll take away from everything else. I think with something like Rebels, you can see that they, I don't know whether they, they, it was intentional to bring him in at the point that they did um, right from the start or whether it was a thing of going, actually, maybe maybe we need to add this in at some stage. But using him sparingly, or not using him at all yeah. would be my yeah. would be my preference. Yeah. <laughs> um, Inquisitors, though, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if we are going to have light side force users, then I, I, without wanting to get too gruesome about it, I think you've got to get them killed off. Yeah. I, I think because there are already far too many, far far too many people bowling around um, who who probably shouldn't be. In in terms of the in terms of the, the broader continuity, yes, um, yes, and it would it would be it would be cool to, to have something different, you know, to, to for us to be given something different, which is this idea of going, yeah, no, 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 that it wasn't just one moment where they got them all. It, this was this was a relentless sort of hunt. Maybe you know, maybe they're trying to, maybe the bad batch are trying to help some force sensitives, uh, you know, escape. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think if we do come across any um, light side force users, it, it would it would be prefer- preferable if they do end up uh, meet meeting the uh, pointy end of uh, Vader or uh, an Inquisitor's right red saber. As long as, <laughs> as long as it's not a mace window, get thrown out again of the window. Mace um, window. Yeah. I, I doubt it's a mistake, but mace window, we're keeping that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> inquisitors smuggling force sensitive people out we may have people thinking cool blimey lads this is is this just a show about four kind of ragtag uh, ex-clones but 
Remember, this is a multi-season show. There's got to be a hook. There's got to be something to maintain this over, firstly, 10 to 12 episodes in one season. But then, so what's going to happen in those episodes? How well, Is it going to be Mission of the Week? Is it going to be one big old arc? They've, we've got to think about that. So any of this could be possible. But then they're doing potentially multiple series. So we have that's why I think, I don't think thinking bigger picture is a bad uh, thing to do at this point. And for sensitive kids or smuggling uh, young younglings out, we've mentioned Omega. She's going to be key to this. And now, as uh, as we've alluded to, she's got that Kiwi accent. It, it, this could she could be the last clone. She could be the first female clone. She could be evidence that clones can make clone babies, which then would be a massive um, advance forward for them. It, I I think the story is going to rest an awful lot on her going forward. So, what is her role going to be? Obviously, to start with, kid. Gonna, she's gonna have to be rescued by the bad batch or or she'll rescue them but um leo mate what do you think where do we think we're going of omega i think she's gonna have a big role in this but what are you thinking oh i 100 percent agree i think she's very key to this this first season at least i think she's very key to this story i, I can't quite tell if, if from my recollection this is the first female clone i'm using that die very um loosely because i'm not 100 sure if she's a clone but it would make sense right mm-hmm. yeah yeah i um, believe she if, she if it's true i believe she would be in canon anyway yeah absolutely so I, I, that is interesting in itself um i mean we've seen I, we've seen at least one clone run off and have a family uh in the clone wars at one point um so i guess they technically can have a family and reproduce so that's another point but anyway i kind of digress i would love to see what they do with her regardless um i just think it's very starkly different character and you know a a contrast to the bad batch as well um who's a very like manly tough (laughs) sort of crew good shout yeah i I think their dynamic will be really fun and interesting which is a great point leo because that kind of mimics mandalorian and the Mm. magic of that show right because we went into that show thinking oh this is just a cool looking bounty hunter and it's going to be i guess I don't know, victim of the week, really, um, target of the week. And, you know, it's completely different. It really is a, a show about a father and a son um, who just so happens to be a bounty hunter, a cool-looking space cowboy. Um, fantastic point there, mate. Um, who who else? Because that was a brilliant question, Matty Boy. Who else has got a point on that? On, on Amiga? Yeah. yeah. Where, where, yeah. Where, what's her yeah. story? I, I, well, I was going to say, I mean, if... If you think of all of the animated series, there is, uh, for the younger audience, there is a character in in which you can enjoy this sort of first person. So, um, you know, Ahsoka, um, uh, there's obviously Ezra, and less said about Resistance, the better. But, um, (laughs) and so if she is going to be that, there's, there's quite a bit for her to do in all of this you know could she be the force sensitive one you know i mean it's because it strikes you that she's got to one way or another bring some value to it It, you know rather than just sort of cut it's are they just going to cart her around with them whilst they're on the run or is is she going to bring some innate value to it all right you want you want my crazy idea it just struck me so this may be completely insane it might be completely insane and it probably is and i'm sorry to cut you off there matthew but uh i have a very short attention span and i'll forget if i don't say it um <laughs> what it, this crazy crazy fan theory crazy out there theory so what if omega is a clone created from palpatine dna she becomes this, your people are going to hate me for this. She becomes Ray's mother. Oh no! <laughs> Here we go. And there's your dyad because Palpatine created. Oh, I did. I potentially created the Midichlorian movement to create Anakin. So if you're bringing that connection between Kylo, who's the grandson of Anakin, and Ray, who's the granddaughter of the I don't know. You see where I'm going with this? There's a potential, <laughs> and it would really piss off so many people, including myself. Pins being but pulled. if it's done right, it could be so cool. That's it. But it has to be done we, right. It could. It could be like, I'll, I'll, I'll never watch Rise of Skywalker 
in the same eyes ever again. Right. I'll be like, right, that's Which it. Which I would be fine with. A little way, Omega. Find a different way to watch it. <laughs> little Omega. Oh man, <laughs> it's a great bomb, Matty boy. What 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 do you think, mate? As soon as um, as soon as Matt uh, Matt said about you know, could she be force sensitive? Maybe, and again, maybe that's the hook here. Maybe, and it, but the thing is that then does completely ape the Mandalorian there. You know, it's a force sensitive child coming to the hand of you know the, 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 these these big tough guys and our babysitters. But it, it, I can see them doing that. I think obviously she's going to have a big part to play in this. Now, there's got to be something special about her, other than the fact that she is a clone. Unless they are just saying um, the, the fact that she is a clone, they they have to save her because she's a clone child. Fine, okay, no worries at all. Maybe she maybe she's a clone who hasn't got the accelerated growth. I don't know, man, but her story is going to be pivotal to it. I can't think like directly what it could be, other than. She's either force sensitive or she is like the first genetically created female clone, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a good chance that she is a mutated clone, just like the Bad Batch, and therefore, you know, the Bad Batch are her family. That's where she fits mm. in, right? Because I like that. Ultimately, you know, we know that Filoni, um, he, he truly believes the core value of Star Wars is family, you know. So I think that kind of just makes perfect sense for 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 this story and for for the Star Wars universe. Um, so it, I think it's kind of like she's she's been kind of like an outcast and and the bad batches by the way they are outcasts really as soon as order 66 happens right. they they are scum and villainy they're different um they're outcasts and you never know this show could be a lot more low key a lot more on the down low than we think and they end up just being literally scum and villainy in the cantina keeping their heads down because i know they're crazy brothers who are loyal to the emperor they're out there and they're following orders well you know they're not and they've got this little baby clone who she's different <laughs> to and so that's their little family unit and they just try to survive that's how that's how i could see it happening and that's just my two pennies worth but it's a phenomenal question there matty boy yeah, no worries, mate. Uh, thank you for that, by the way. That bit of that pat on the back, I enjoy that. So um, we can't let any we, we no, can't let anyone go then without asking the question which we posed earlier on. Pete, Leo, Mister Bell, who's your favourite member of the Bad Batch? That's how we're going to win tonight. Who is your favourite member of the Bad Batch of the Motley Crew? Matt, shoot. Oh, Echo. I'm going to go with Echo. Leo? Oh, I was going to say Echo too. I just like him so much. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, I was going to say Echo too because he's, oh, he comes from Clone Wars. But, there's an but Echo I'm gonna, in I'm this room. <laughs> hey, here, oh, boo. But here, I'm going to go with Wrecker because right now he's my least favorite. And I think he's going to come out and I'm going to fall in love with that character for some reason. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Yep, I like Rambo the best. Oh, my boy. I like Rambo head as well. <laughs> I like Rambo head as well. I, I'll, um, I'll go with uh, sniper head then. <laughs> just for there representation. Just because we've got to rep the snipers. We've got to rep the sharpshooters, you know. That's it, mate. Oh That's man! Oh man! Well, well, well gentlemen, batch, th- this has abs- this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, I, like you guys, a lot of you guys have said, I was a bit cautious of when this was announced i was like oh okay that's interesting now we're you know days away from it i'm really excited and i'm really excited to see where this cannot can uh canonically go with the star wars stories so you know bring on the bad batch and bring on may the 4th cannot wait we're almost there so that's it for the round table we're, we're we've finished our drinks our coffees our teas pizza off to go and have a couple of uh cans tonight um on that, let's find out where the world can find our guest. Pete, we'll start with you. If everybody wants to find you online, where can they? They can follow me on any of their favorite social media at ATGCast or just go to ATGCast.com to find my show and find all my social craziness. Go check them out. Leo, where are you? Do you know what? That's a great question. I don't really have a massive online presence. <laughs> but, um, I have you some will now. Really, I know. I have some really wonderfully talented friends. Um, the Little Arty Thing and Yoda Bubbles on Instagram. Um, they have amazing art. Some of it's Star Wars rated, but it's all good. Oh, that's, 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 thing is that's too nice, really that is. outro. 
That outro is way too nice. I love it. I love it. Very spicy indeed, Leo. And Matthew, where can the world find you if they, uh, if you want to be found? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, again, not a massive online presence, but yeah, if people want to hook up with me, it's uh, Matthew David Bell, all one word, um, at uh, Instagram. Yeah, all Star Wars fans, all there for the crack, as we all are. Bad Batch is a few days away. Luke, can you wait? I can't, mate. I really can't. I can't wait either. The world can't wait. We're excited. You're excited. Let's do it. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Guys, thank you for coming on tonight and giving your uh, time in the days and evenings to chat some bad batch. But I think with that, my friend, from me, it's going to be see you. And from Luke, may the force be with you always.